I'm Lino Marrero. I'm a 15-year-old from Frisco High School in Frisco, Texas. I'm the inventor of the string ring, the soul solution, the kinetic kicks, and the kinetic kicks 2.0. Kids have the best imaginations out of anyone. One thing I am sure about is that I want to be a world changer. If you have something you're passionate about and you have a problem with it, definitely solve it. Welcome to The Genius Generation, a podcast where we talk to young people doing incredible things in the world of STEM. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Castillo. I'm a science producer, writer, and content creator with a PhD in science communication. And on today's episode, we're talking to Lino Marrero, who is an inventor behind Kinetic Kicks 2.0, an insert that collects your wasted energy from walking and uses it to power your device. Welcome, Lino. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. We're so excited to have you. You've been working on this invention since you were about the age of 12. So how did you come about this idea? Well, one day I was sitting in science class and we were learning about renewable energy sources. And then later that day, I was at soccer practice. And my phone was dead. And I was unable to tell my mom to come pick me up. And so I was thinking about how tired I was and how much energy I just wasted on the field. And I was thinking, Energy can't be created or destroyed. I just learned that in science class. What if I can transfer the energy I just wasted on the field into my phone? And that's really where the whole inspiration for the kinetic kicks came from. I love how you just had a casual scientific thought <laughs> while you were doing your soccer practice. How does kinetic kicks actually work? Can you tell us a little bit about the science behind it? Well, it's a shoe insert generator that collects the energy of your weight pushing down and it transfers that into a USB power bank, which you can then connect to your phone. It's still in the prototype stages right now, but it is connected to your shoe currently. Cool, and can you give us an explanation in terms of how you're developing your prototype? At first I tried using like wood, and then I realized that was like hard and uncomfortable, so then I really, I upgraded to foam, so it's softer and more movable, but I'm still definitely working on the material. With inventing, the work is never done. You just have to keep going and going and inventing and inventing and keep improving upon your ideas. That's really what the whole invention process is about, never being satisfied with what you have. There's always room to improve and improve and improve and get better. How are you trying to test that your device was actually generating energy? That was the hardest part, just trying to create energy. I spent like hours reading books and looking online and researching because I had no prior background of any of this stuff. I had no idea how to do it. My first goal was to light a little LED bulb and that took me so long and so many hours just sitting in the dark trying to wire it properly. But when I did, that was probably the best feeling ever because I finally knew I could do this. There was hope for me to finish and work on my invention. Did you already have previous experience working with mechanical or technical devices or electronic devices? Uh, absolutely not. I had never worked on any of that before my invention, the Kinetic Kicks, and I learned a lot through inventing it. I was looking at different ways to create energy that would be more sustainable and more efficient and more cost-effective than the current renewable energy sources that we have. And I was really just searching up, uh, reading online and then reading books on different ways energy could be created until I finally got to my prototype. Awesome. So what skills did you end up learning to create your first prototype? Well, I definitely learned a ton about mechanical engineering and wiring and how much effort it takes to just make something from scratch, really. 
The first prototype is definitely most important. If you have a good base prototype, you can keep evolving it, evolving it, evolving it. What's the next evolution of your prototype? What are you trying to accomplish next? Right now, it can charge a USB power bank, which I can use to power my phone. So I'm just trying to make it more efficient and just better overall. Right now, it's just me testing it. I want to make sure that it's good and that it's perfect before I show anyone else, really. I mean, I don't want it to just flop as soon as someone tries it. I want to make sure it's really good and it works 10 times out of 10. When you say you wanted to make it more efficient, are you trying to just make it faster in charging your device? I definitely want to make it more efficient in charging because there's always room for improvement on that. And right now I have it in a certain size, so I don't have it for all shoe sizes. So I definitely want to work on that too. You've been inventing at a very young age. What other things have you invented? My inventions before the Kinetic Kicks were the Soul Solution, which is also another shoe-related invention. But I played a lot of sports at the time and my foot was growing like crazy. And it was getting costly to just keep buying new shoes every, every season. And I had three pairs of soccer shoes alone, indoor, outdoor, and turf. And so I was thinking about how much shoe waste and how much shoe waste contributes to landfills all across the globe. And so then I thought, well, what if I could just make all the shoes into one shoe? And it's a shoe with an adjustable sole that you can switch on and off for which activity you're doing. And then before that, I invented the string ring. And at the time, I loved playing the cello. But I kept getting very bad calluses and blisters on my fingers from playing it. I wanted to keep playing, but it just hurt so much that I almost wanted to quit. And then I realized that a lot of string musicians do quit because of calluses and how hard it is to learn and build those calluses. So I thought, what if I can just make it so you can protect your fingers and play without your fingers hurting? And so that's where the string ring came in. It's an adjustable band that you can wear as a cool ring and you could just put it on your finger and play your instrument and the sound stays the same. And were you also in middle school where you were designing these inventions? I was actually in elementary school for both of those. Oh man, what is the process in kind of reiterating your prototypes? Like, are you always brainstorming? Are you just actually tinkering around? I actually have an invention journal that I write down my ideas in. I think that's definitely a great thing for young inventors is to just write down your different ideas in a journal and then sketch them out and then even build them maybe. That's definitely a big part of my invention process and what I do to keep improving on my invention. And every time I just have an idea, I just write it down. I still have big dreams for it and the technology too even, because if we implemented this at a grand scale, maybe, who knows, we could use it to power our homes. And that's a really big goal to achieve. That reminds me of like a lab notebook for a scientist. Do you have any other people outside of this world that kind of inspire you to be an inventor? My parents definitely inspired me to be an inventor. They always helped me. They always encouraged me. I always look at the world around me and see issues and see how some people are even solving these issues. And I think I want to do that. I want to help solve problems. Do you ever feel like being a young person kind of like set you back? Sometimes when you're younger, you're not taken as seriously by some adults. But really, once they see how smart you are or how well you can invent, a lot of my inventor friends have had this experience. They start gaining more respect and they start having good conversations and learning and it's really great to learn from everyone else. A couple times I would say being younger has mattered but once they realize that I'm just trying to solve an issue or just help people out they would love to work with me and I also feel like 
younger people are definitely better inventors than older people because younger people have more of a growth mindset and aren't constrained to the same thing. Inventing is all about seeing a problem and solving it. And when you've been working nine to five for so many years, just going through the same motions, you might look at a problem and just say, oh, that sucks. But the kids might look at a problem and say, oh, that sucks, how can I fix it? How can I change it? That's what's great about being young. Yeah, adults can be pretty jaded. <laughs> so if another young person is interested in wanting to come up with inventions to kind of solve everyday problems, what would you tell them to inspire them to do so? Well, I would definitely tell them to look around in their life and see things that they're not satisfied with or they're not happy with or problems they have, because that's really where invention starts. If you have something you're passionate about and you have a problem with it, definitely solve it. That's very important to the inventing process, having a passion for the problem you're trying to solve. And then once you have your problem, just trying and never giving up. That's the most important part because a lot of people go halfway and then just give up. But a lot of people don't realize that if you keep trying and keep trying and keep trying, eventually it will work out. It's 100% worth it at the end because you get to see what you created, something that you made from scratch that actually works and solves a problem. So what's next for you? You seem very ambitious. So what do you want to accomplish personally outside of your invention? Well, I definitely want to help out and make the world a better place. And I'm not really sure about my future right now. I've thought about a lot of different professions and a lot of different things I've wanted to do. And I'm not really sure. I mean, I'm only in ninth grade. But one thing I am sure about is that I want to be a world changer. Awesome. And if you can change one thing about the world, what would you want to change? I just want to make the world a better place. There are so many things that I want to help solve and I want to help be a part of. And that's really what my inventing is about, just trying to make the world a better place. Very wholesome. <laughs> well, I hope you do. I think the fact that you've been already inventing things at such a young age that are very practical, and I hope to see some of your things in the market in the near future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for listening this week's episode of Genius Generation. Make sure to tune in next week to hear our next guests and all the incredible things that they're up to. We'll see you next time. Funding for the Genius Generation comes from the Arthur Vining Davis Foundations, investing in our common future. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.